Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Hey, I am super, super stoked for today's episode. We um, And real quick, before we uh, – uh, we had some technical issues last night um, with scheduling and whatnot. Uh, so those who tuned in last night were like, what the hell, Jamie? Where's the show? Well, it's going to be next Tuesday. We rescheduled it. Uh, we're making the big announcement tomorrow. I just got word. So uh, never fear. Um, you know, that's a that's a crazy movie uh, that Sean, <laughs> Sean Burkett. Anyway, tune in next Tuesday for that. It, you know, it, it's a real throwback to nod to the 80s horror slasher movies. Uh, hilarious. Yes, there are camp counselors, um, but there's also aliens, you know, that like to kill them. Anyway, today we're not doing any of that. We've got one of my favorite singer-songwriters on today. She is just phenomenal. She never, I mean, every time I hear a track um, or see one of her videos or whatnot, it's just, she knocks it out of the park every time. It's consistent. It's uh, so great. Uh, I'd like to welcome back to the show, Miss Danny Christina. Danny, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic doing fantastic i am you should be because i was just looking at your instagram before we came on the air and i saw you got an orange cat a kitten what's his name i do yes (laughs) his name is boo boo (laughs) boo boo that's fine danny that is a great name uh we have two cats and uh my cat the the one well i'm her favorite the other cat really uh he likes me but he he ain't his mom, I ain't his mama, you know, he loves her, <laughs> uh, but my cat is named Baby Cat, so nothing wrong with Boo Boo, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, she's awesome, she's one of those cats, I feel like a James Bond villain, she sits in my lap, but like, I always have, we have to be touching whenever she's around, and um, <laughs> I just stroke her on my, like a villain, Aww. you know, and she, she's happy with it, she's long hair, tortoise shell, she loves it. Oh, beautiful. I don't. Yeah, her, the only thing about her, last year her uh, her fur, she's got that long hair, started, and she's older, and she's lazy, you know? So, you know, yeah. upkeep, you know what it's like being a beautiful woman? It's, it's you know, there's a lot of work involved sometimes. You know? Hard work, it's true. It's and, true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it just doesn't happen. So she started getting mats in her fur, like, not bad. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want people to think, like, you see those, pictures on Facebook. Not nothing like that, folks. It was a little mat that happened. I freaked out. <laughs> Took her to the groomer, our local groomer. And um you know, I'm weird and artsy. What can I say? I'm standing there, I'm like, hey, since she's getting a haircut, why don't we give her one of them lion cuts? And uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they did. <laughs> she liked it for the summer. It was hot, you know, so she was cool. Yeah, yeah that's uh, true actually. Yeah. <laughs> And my That's wife funny. pointed out to me, she's like, Jamie, 
girl cats don't have manes like she has. And I'm like, well, quit <laughs> judging her identity. Uh, you know, it's 2021. It's fine. We've been through a pandemic. Come on. Um, exactly. You know. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, anyhow. And speaking of tomboys, um, Danny, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Ladies <laughs> and I don't think, I don't know what the opposite of tomboy is called, but Danny Christina is that. You know, I can't picture you. Not saying you can't, you just don't seem like that type of woman, you know, with a tomboy streak in you. Maybe it's hidden. Um, <laughs> now, you grew up in uh, Toronto, right? Canada? Yes, Toronto. That's that's home for me. Wow, wow, wow. I'm traveling around a little bit now with uh, work and career and all that. Um, do you, uh, you were also classically trained on the piano, if memory serves me right. Yes. You've been doing music yeah. for a long time. Very, very long. That's yeah, cool. I've been basically at it most of my life, I'd say. It's kind of become a very big part of who I am, just kind of organically. Wow. That's amazing. Also, a vocalist. Uh, I thought, you know, because you've got one of those kind of like Pat Benatar type boy, you hear it and you're like, oh, she's got a power button and she wants to use it, I bet. You know, you have that type of timbre in your voice. Um you know, like water behind the dam. It, it's there. doesn't always come out, but if watch out when it does type deal, um, you know, you're a great singer. Uh, very, very good. Let me ask you this. Being such a good singer, do you do like, I know nothing about music or vocalists or whatnot, um, other than what I see on TV. Do you do like those warm-up exercises, like when you get up in the morning and stuff like that, and, uh, just to um, keep it in shape? I probably should do a little bit more than I do. Um, I've kind of like <laughs> coined myself a lazy vocalist. Um, I do a lot of my practice on the go um, because I'm always doing a bunch of different projects or I'm traveling or I'm like building a new desk for my office. Like I'm very much like always on the go, always doing something, never really sitting and have the time to kind of practice like separately. So I do vocal exercises a lot of the time, either like, on my commute <laughs> or when I'm cooking dinner, stuff like that. So I do the nice. vocal, vocal warm-ups, but not necessarily at a strict time. And it's not really the way you'd expect, like you see in the movies. I gotcha. I gotcha. Now, I understand you're in London right now. Um, well, I mean, the, the big burning question I have, um, mm-hmm. I love Toronto. Don't get me wrong. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite cities in Canada. Um, you know, in yeah. Montreal, I'm a big Montreal fan. Um, also, just because, you know, I like being rude. No, I'm kidding. Don't send me emails. Montreal's beautiful. And so are the people. Um, yes, beautiful. You know, le beautiful. I don't know how to say beautiful in French. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, very nice. Uh, but the driving is horrendous in Toronto. Horrendous. It's it's terrible. Yeah, um, yeah it's pretty bad. <laughs> London. Compared to London, are they on par? Traffic-wise, um, I would say it's mm-hmm. it's pretty bad in London, but it's gotten better. I've been here a couple times recently, and um, they're really going to this whole, like, electric vehicle, you know, green gotcha. living kind of energy. Like, so many cars are electric and stuff, and I think they have laws for which cars can be on the roads, or they have to pay a toll based on how many emissions they have. So oh. that has helped. So I would say it's actually better than Toronto, except for the fact that they drive on the wrong side of the road. I can't. <laughs> that, that's just- that for me is too much. <laughs> have you have you been driving, or are you just taking Ubers and and 
Oh Why? yeah, no, not? just just a train train and walking for me. I I get freaked out just being in a you. car on the wrong side of the road. I like jump every time another car's coming at me. I'm telling you, my second time, the worst. Eh, I can't say the worst. It's up there, Paris. Paris is terrible, man. Terrible. <laughs> if you think that's bad, go to Hong Kong. Oh my God, I don't even know. Japan doesn't even have street signs. I don't, or if they do, I don't. I don't know what they mean. They're all strange and. You know, Tokyo and whatnot is very weird. Um, nobody has house addresses in Tokyo. It was the weirdest thing when I was there. Huh. Any, I don't know how people get around. But, um, yeah, London's pretty cool. I like London, man. Um, it's been a long time since yeah. I've been to London, though. London, it's other than I'm not <laughs> counting where you, you switch planes at, like, Gatwick or whatever over there, you know, because I'm always yeah. seeming to, when I travel, it, it, it seemed like I'm always in, in London switching planes. You know, it was the big, okay, you're going yeah, somewhere else. They've got, like, multiple airports, too, in London. I think they've got, like, about four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I had so, to I mean, a that's likely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. It's a huge, huge city. But, I love it. Oh, absolutely. And, it's you know, it's cool, too, because it's – I like – that's probably why I like Montreal so much. It's one of those cities, uh, like Paris, London is, um, where you sit, I was sitting in a bar, I'm, I'll never forget in Paris, and, and somebody told me, uh, the manager or the owner, I don't know who they were, but I was BSing with them, and um, they're like, yeah, uh, this place started in, you know, 1621, and I'm like, holy smoke, I'm sitting in a, in a, I'm getting drunk in a place that people been getting drunk in for 500 years? That's amazing to me, yeah. you know? London's I like know, that. the history is unfathomable. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. It's I know. Crazy. Now, being, you know, obviously a city girl, which is interesting because some of your uh, your new uh, photo shoots and uh, uh, whatnot for the new single, I Won't Know, which we're going to play here in a little bit, uh, not coming off as a city gal. You know, you're at the, at the shore somewhere. I don't know where it is. in beautiful nightgown type deal and and just looking stunning um you know just yeah i'm going to the seashore and i look amazing uh you know but uh very very cool were those fun shots to take uh that that photo shoot because the picture yeah so I, I, I took them actually in uh, rijeka croatia um i'm croatian originally so i was there um because i love going there all the time and it's really close to london and I just always find an excuse to be over there. Um, and I was contacted by this Ukrainian photographer a couple of months ago, and she was like, I'd love to take some of your photos. And I was like, of course, her work is stunning. I love it so much. Um, and so we met up on a beach there in Croatia, and we took those shots. She gave me some inspiration, and that really informed the creative process for the song. Like, I love the city, but there's something so calming about just the waves and, like, kind of, I don't know, the solitude of the beach, especially at sunset, because most people are going home, but we were going to the beach. Right. It was nice. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And um, once again, folks, I I know I mentioned this on a lot of shows and whatnot. Uh, I I just do because it reminded me, Um, you know, the Ukrainian deal is a whole, that's a whole thing, man, and they can surely use some help. There's a direct link, I think it's to the Red Cross, Ukrainian Red Cross, on my website, jamierocks.us. I'm not involved in that. Yeah, I don't get a cut or any of that. All that goes to them. So if you can help out, help out. Um, now that we got that out of the way, 
but my my thoughts and everything go with those people. It's a, that's a bad scene. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. Now, um, so were you in, were you you hit London? Um, we were talking before, uh, right with the passing of uh, Queen Elizabeth II, right? Yes. Yeah. The day arrived. Um, she passed, unfortunately. Gosh. I bet the airport yeah, was, was on that crazy. day. Jeez. Yeah, oh thankfully it was after I arrived. Like, I was just in the store mm. shopping for, like, I don't know, some like, cleaning products. Nothing exciting. And I checked my phone, and it was like, the Queen of England has died. And I didn't know if everyone around me knew. So I was just kind of staring at everybody, like, in shock. And, like, people on the street were walking mm. by. But then you could see people, like, checking their phones and seeing it, too. It was surreal. It was, honestly, it's historic, right? Like, I don't think in my lifetime there's going to be another Queen of England who will pass. No. So, that was no, I, that was really kind of a crazy, memorable moment that I don't think I'm ever going to forget. Oh, absolutely! I don't know. You know, when I was a kid, I uh, we my family for a couple of years lived in Canada in uh, Chatham, Ontario. Oh. My dad was uh, very cool over there uh, with work. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, went to the, went to school and everything. <laughs> I think it was I was in grade one or two. It was a long time ago. Long time ago. Wow. Um, the most recesses in school that I've ever had. It was great for a kid. Um, <laughs> but but I, it was during the period when Princess Diana and uh, Prince Charles at the time, now King Charles, when uh, when they got married. And my mom got up at like 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, got my I have three uh, sisters, and uh, got the girls up. And uh, I woke up saying, what the hell is going on? And they watched that wedding, man. They were into it, into it. I've never seen, you know, because we don't have that in America. We don't have that fairy tale, just the whole royal thing. And um, people love it, you know. I know my mom yeah. did. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> you know? I know. Man, and I think it's an I even bigger deal here in the U.K. than Canada. Like oh, here it was like huge. Be. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. It's, like the lines at Buckingham be. Palace. Insane. <laughs> mm. Oh, but yeah. That was a big news story here um, when yeah. uh, they, they said, well, David Beckham waited in line. I'm like, well, of course he did. He's British, you know? I mean, I, I wasn't surprised at that, but everybody here says, if he's a star, he's a big celebrity. Why would he wait? Because everybody waits in line in England. Have you ever been to London? Are you kidding <laughs> me? There's a line for everything. Um, True. Give me a break. And nobody complains <laughs> about it. That's the amazing here, yeah, people will be shooting each other, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, that's cool, man. That is cool. So let me ask you this. So I know you're you're over there. Do you, like, um, have a little keyboard, You like a little synthesizer or something you bring to, or a, like guitar or something that you, when you're like, okay, i got to write a song, i got an idea, do you have something that travels with you for those situations? Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's, like, my must- travel with kind of list <laughs> I always have like portable mics with me um, like a little mini oh, wow. mini midi keyboard um, and it's just like for rough ideas most of them are recorded into my phone mm-hmm. and then when I get home or wherever home base is um, I like start writing the fuller song and like hashing out more of the chord progressions and like the intricacies of the harmony um, but usually I just find that recording a quick voice note into my phone does a job and then I like obviously sing a little like oh this is a riff <laughs> they're really embarrassing I would never play them out for anybody but 
they're very invaluable, especially if I'm like on the bus and I think of something, I'm like, oh, this is a good song idea. Obviously, I can't sing full loudness on the bus, but humming something into my phone um, and then typing in like what date I wrote it and like what my title idea is, the theme, all that's in the title. And then I come home and I write the whole song. Nice. Nice. Well, that's cool, man. That is cool. Yeah. I've been, um, I love, I love your music and, and, and your videos. I'm a, I'm a video nut. Um, I know for <laughs> musicians, they're sometimes kind of a pain to do, you know, they're not cheap, I would imagine. Um, but I love um, them, yeah. They're so yours are great, you know. You have great. I I've been playing Drift Away. Uh, is it Drift Away? Is that the thing I've been playing? I think it is. Where you in the cool car from the coolest car ever? Um, thank you. Thank around. you. <laughs> yeah, Drift yeah, that's away. my car. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. That's a cool car. Yeah. Wow, it is. Wow, yeah, you're a <laughs> car lady. That's awesome. Um, I am. My yeah, across the curb on my thing. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She's her big thing right now. Every, there's a place we drive by all the time, and uh, when we're going down to the city, and it's got like some '57 Chevys out front, and she's like, "I want Ooh. that. I want." I'm like, "Like that is eighteen thousand dollars, Pierre. That's a lot of paintings. Oh my god. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And you can't drive it everywhere. It's I know. Practical, but. <laughs> No, no, and you got to add lead and the gas. It's it's a pain, but they look cool. Yeah. Um, no, I know that Drift Away was not your latest song. Uh, I think it was two years ago, right? I just put it because I like the car. Yeah, no. You yeah, know, it looked great. Yeah, a it. couple years ago. But um, Habit, great video for that. What I stand, Gambler. Um, these are all great. Um, now the the latest. We're going to play um, I Won't Know here in a second. Uh, Noah, you have an official audio on YouTube of that with one of those cool mm-hmm. Croatian Shore pictures on it. Um, plan, any plan on doing a video for that, or is that kind of wait and see type at this point? I was so on the fence because I usually release a video with all of my songs. Um, that's like I love making mm-hmm. videos. I'm like the cinematographer and the editor for most of them. Um but I intentionally didn't release one for this video because I think for me, it's like a very personal, like and in my feelings type of song. So I just wanted to kind of let mm. the song sit as an audio um, because in my brain, it's got nice. like so many different visuals. And because I think it's so complex emotion wise, um, I wanted to just kind of leave it open-ended on that one. I like that because it, 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 we have to make up the video in our head to it, you know, and everybody's is going to be different. Um, that's cool. You're right. A video would take away, you know, it'd be, okay, you might have related to this track this way, but here, let me force you to relate to it in, in this other way. That's a, that's very yeah, it's smart, kind of like, uh, Danny. Very, very smart. It's like when you read a book and then you see the movie or TV adaptation and it's not what you expected and it's a little bit disappointing. I wanted to avoid that altogether, so... Yeah. Absolutely. Especially these days. Oh my gosh. That whole Lord of the Rings thing. People are going nuts over that. Well, you know, they go nuts over anything. Um, you know, they were I got in and stupid me, here's the thing. My wife always tells she's like, just walk away, turn up close the tab, walk away from the computer. <laughs> because somebody's an idiot doesn't mean you have to engage with them. And I'm like, You're right. She's sure. always right. Yeah. Um <laughs> 
that I, I had to let some guy, you know, if, if you're 50 years old and you're bitching about the Little Mermaid being black, I'm going to call you out on it, you know? Um, you need to <laughs> change. As my father would say, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but I probably will. That guy's drawers must be made of silk. Not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, you know, you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, I think there's just just so many opinions that can be had, especially when there's, um, you know, something personal involved, especially for music. Like, I can only speak for music myself. Um, Like, I don't know. I think Mm. when I've listened to some songs by some artists, I noticed that there was no videos either, especially for some personal things. So I always find it kind of better to kind of remove the visuals or anything and just leave it kind of up to interpretation and up for the person to use the song in the way I intended, which is just for reflective purposes. So smart. And now folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Susan from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and 
Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. So smart. See? See, she's on it, folks. I'm telling you, Danny knows a little bit about music and the music biz and whatnot. She's she's on it, man. She's on it. Um, so now everybody hears this, and they're going to, like, all these wannabe singers and stuff are going to track you down and, and, you know, try to do your dry cleaning or something or pick it up, <laughs> wash your car. She ain't going to let in just anybody wash that car, folks. I'm telling you, watch that video from <laughs> That's a nice car. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I bet that orange kitten's never been in that car. Um, yeah, nope. nope. I, I bet you this. I, I'll tell you this. Um, I bet French fries have never been eaten in that car. I don't think anything's been eaten in that car. Um, that's a I have, I have nice. eaten some food in there, I must say. I'm like an on-the-go really? eater. So, yeah, I've had like some pizza, uh, yeah. <laughs> some McDonald's. You eat pizza, you know. Danny. I can't even picture Danny Christina eating pizza. It's got to be some weird pizza, like with bean sprouts or something on it, right? It's like a it's Hawaii, Hawaiian. Hawaiian is my favorite. Oh, my... I love it so yeah. much. I'm a big Hawaiian pizza fan. This is, you know what? I can talk about the Black Little Mermaid. I can talk about any of this stuff. I won't get emails. Now that I've agreed with you that Hawaiian pizza rocks, I will get all kinds of emails and tweets and DMs, as my wife calls them. Uh, you know, the people tell you, you're crazy. Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, it's I know. Crazy. Controversial it's opinion. Right. Pineapple on pizza? Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I love it. I don't know. I, my wife's pretty good. She, she's, she, she's good with me. Um, she, when she cooks, she kind of downplays stuff, you know. I, her sisters are both foodies. Oh my God. We went to her sister's house for dinner one time and she's like, yeah, I made some homemade strawberry balsamic ice cream for, I'm like, balsamic. I, I that just makes me mad. Um, you know, tease me with ice cream and balsamic in it. What is that? And you know, it wasn't very good. Uh, but you know, so are you a foodie? Are you a fancy food I, lady? I, you, it wasn't really like, I was very much like a, chicken strips and ketchup kid um like that's the only thing i would eat but recently i have become more open to trying foods and so i would say now i'm a little bit more adventurous but i have limits like there's certain things that i'm still like like avocado i can't fathom which is funny but um yeah i always ask for like no avocado and stuff that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's just the texture or something. But usually, yeah, I think I'm into, like, trying new things, new food. I think it's, like, all a new experience, and I'm really into those things. So. I was just – you will appreciate this. I was just having this conversation in the car with my wife. For some reason, we were talking about donuts. Don't ask me. We're driving somewhere, and she's like, so, do you – because she likes all these weird donut flavors, you know. Well, this donut's great. It's got chili in it. I'm like, chili? It's a hot donut. That's terrible. Are you kidding me? But she loves all that kind of stuff, you know? She Eating with her sometimes, especially desserts, she is like one of those cooking shows you see on TV where they're like, yes, the cardamom's really coming through and leaving tastes of, you know, blah, 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 blah. She's like that. It's annoying. Um, yeah, I, I can't handle it. Hard She's work, like, though. okay, well, what's your all those spices. 
oh, she loves it. She's like, what's your favorite donut? I'm like, well, Disney World has the best donuts, in my opinion. But the second, I said, you got to go to Canada. You got to find a Tim Hortons and get a basic glazed donut dipped in chocolate. Can't be beat with a good flat cup of coffee. She's like, that's yep. so Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is amazing. Tim Hortons is rock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, I must say. <laughs> eh? For sure. I'm telling you, those, those two years living in Canada ruined me. Ruined me. <laughs> and that was a long time ago. Oh, my gosh. Anyhow, anyhow. So the new single, I Won't Know. We know that it was inspired um, from these photo shoots and whatnot. Let's play it and let people hear it. What do you think? Do you want to give an intro or do you want to talk about it after? Let's talk about it after. I think it kind of speaks for itself. Okay. Well, here it is, folks. <laughs> here it is. You've been waiting for it. This is Danny Christina. I won't know. Every passing car loves to see the rubble. Everyone Deep into the blackness of the night Ask me how I cold Ask me if I'm sober Ooh, I won't know If he begs me to leave Or I begs him to go Look inside my mind You won't see I'm hurting Cause it's woven deep inside fabric of my feelings, every day is the same, I can't feel the hours as they go like a barricade, holding up the hurting, ooh, I won't know, if he begs me to leave, or I beg him to go, like the month of May, he began to blooming after all the rain. The house we built is flooding. Ooh, ooh, I won't go. If he begs me to leave, or I beg him to go. Amazing. What a track. A um, little bit of a short track there, but it, it gets the point right. It doesn't need to be longer. I love this track. I won't know. Uh, Danny, again, you hit it out of the park. Phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Very cool. Now, I won't know. It is available, right? It has dropped. People can get it? Yep. It's true. It's everywhere. All streaming platforms, all of that. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, very, very cool. That That is an emotional track. Um, you know, and I know this is your, your bread and butter. This is what you do for a living and everything. It's your business. Um, and, and you're you know, you've been doing this a while and, and everything. To me, 
who is not a songwriter, <laughs> that would be kind of hard opening up. I mean, yeah, I could paint a painting. That doesn't, that's nothing, you know, that's, uh, that's a Tuesday. But, oh, my gosh, is that hard for you still to, like, put that much of yourself and emotions into your, your track, like a track like that, and then have people hear it? For sure. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, no, vulnerability for me is still, every single time there's like a track that's a little bit more personal or a little bit more vulnerable, and like I know people who know me are going to hear it, (laughs) it's a little bit of nerve-wracking, of course, like, you know, people are thinking things, you know, people are like, hmm, I know this person in real life, who could this be about? It's not so much like strangers that I worry about, it's more like uh, acquaintances that I know in real life. Um, And it's also like I explore a whole other side of morality in my songs. Like I never say like, oh, my heart is broken Mm. and it's the other person's fault. Like I'm very much like I like to address like the two-way street of things. And so that's always hard too, right? Like taking responsibility, admitting your mistakes, and then putting that all out there for the whole world really to hear. It's it's a scary thing. But I, I enjoy doing it because I know that, when I release a song like this, um, I do get often a lot of messages of people who are like, oh, my gosh, I felt like this, too. And it's it's very validating. That's cool. That is cool. Well, people, it's yeah. relatability. And, and people, I, I know I do. I, I love a track. I'm like, eh, I get where they're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Got to say. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. You know. <laughs> um that's uh, that's cool, man. That is cool, and the, the, it's one of the reasons your your music's so popular and whatnot. Hey, speaking of popular, I have to. Uh, While well, I've got you on the horn here, I uh, <laughs> I am not on TikTok. However, that being said, I go to sleep every night to TikTok because my wife uh, is on her phone as we go to sleep, <laughs> and um, I'm one of those. I don't know if 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 your man is like this or you've known people like this, I'm like a robot. I hit the bed and like two minutes later, I'm asleep. I kind of shut down quickly. You know, I, I never mm-hmm. toss and turn or uh, I usually sleep about four hours stretches. I'll get up for half an hour and then I'll go back to bed. But um, wow. I go to sleep very quickly and uh, she does not. My wife, it takes her like an hour and a half, maybe two hours sometimes. It's like watching a movie for her to get to sleep. And um, she watches TikTok. She scrolls through it and whatnot. And <laughs> even before you and I, because uh, I, you were on the show, I think it was probably about a year ago. Um, yep. She follows you on TikTok, and she said, hey, <laughs> you remember Danny Christina? And I said, yeah, Danny Christina is great. And she goes, well, check out this. It's hilarious. And she showed me some of your TikToks, and they were. <laughs> they were so funny. Um. The onion, you're cutting an onion and you're singing Bruno Mars or whatever, you know, like it's hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> um, I Thank it. you. I, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. I, I like not taking myself too seriously on TikTok, um, because I think like my music is where, you know, I, I put my serious art out, I'd say, like the stuff I've been working on for a while and everything, but TikTok's kind of like a way for me to show my personality. Um Cause I, not that I'm like trying to be that person. I was like, oh, I'm a little bit weird, but I like, I am a little bit weird. Um, and so I feel like mm. that doesn't always show through on platforms like Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, because it's very much like just a photo 
that you post and it's like I'm here, I'm there, kind of check-ins. But I think TikTok, because of the nature of the app, we have to post so consistently, it's easier to kind of get to know someone. So I, I like to kind of not put too much pressure on myself on that app and just have fun and enjoy it and kind of play around with other people's comments, hop on different trends. And yeah, it's just been a really nice kind of different way to approach my art lately. You know, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, you know, I, I don't want to embarrass you or anything, and I'm not trying to be weird or anything, but you are one of those uh, artists, which is great, um, who look amazing. You always look amazing, you know, and you're, you're going, you travel to very, you know, people obviously see this and they're like, I want to be, you know, uh, guys are like, I want to date that. Girls are like, I want to be that. Are you kidding me? Get me the hell out of here. I want to be hanging out in London with an orange kitten. Um, <laughs> and, it, you know, it, it's almost like influencer look, if that's a thing, you know what I'm saying? But very attractive, very put together. I think that's the word uh, or the phrase. Uh, well, the cool thing about your TikTok is you're still, even if you're in a T-shirt or something, man, you're still looking great on those. And, um, you know, I tip my hat to you, lady. I tip my hat to you because, um, you look great on TikTok, <laughs> you know? You're, you're Thanks. I, yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of what I'm trying to do on TikTok. Like, I think uh, a lot of these days, especially for girls in any industry, like, there's this pressure to look a certain way. Mm. And obviously, I enjoy dressing up, putting on makeup, like, posing for a photo and everything, see, showing people, like, the good points of my life. Um, but then I think on TikTok also, I don't want to be, like, this stoic you know, manicured version of myself. I'm like, yeah, sometimes my hair is a little bit frizzy or, you know, someone poured water on my head because I sing the lyrics wrong and like my makeup came off my face. But I'm like, that's normal. Like girls don't look perfect all the time. Boys don't look perfect all the time. Nobody looks perfect all the time. Um, And so I just like, I think it's kind of like, for me, if I were to see that a couple of years ago, I think it would have been really beneficial to see someone with like no makeup on, no filter on their face. Like that's just what they look like. So you'll see like that whole range on TikTok. Sometimes I'm fully done up. Sometimes there's like nothing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just kind of a goal, you know, just kind of a little bit more relaxed, I guess. I hear you. I hear you. That's people, you know, it's, it's weird. I don't have, I, I don't have this problem, but People always ask me, they're like, Jamie, why don't you do, you know, everybody's doing videos now. Um, why don't you do a video podcast, you know, so we can see you sitting here in your studio here, your desk. And uh, I'm like, no, no, I do not want to have to, you know, yes, my hair looks wild and mad scientist-y in all of my press pictures, but it doesn't always look like, and I don't want to spend 45 minutes making it look like that, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I would do a video thing. If I had a mask I could wear, like a Jamie mask, and put on, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know. yeah. I know, I know. It's, but, it's a lot. Wow, I've, I've got to – it's too – I'm too lazy, you know? I'm too lazy. Um, <laughs> you know? And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us.
Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Oh my, my wife, I used to, I had this habit all the way from art school, and you'll probably notice this if you ever meet uh, painters and whatnot, you know, who, who do it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's very fey, uh, you know, uh, that they shave the arm hairs off their arms. And uh, mm. kind of like bicycle riders will, will shave their legs or whatever, swimmers do that, you know. Um, but the reason being is the paint gets on your arm and it hurts when you pull it off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. when you, when you right. wash that it, makes sense. it off. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's why, you, you know, for years I did that, for 20 years probably. Um, and we were sitting around one day, and I was I was complaining about having to do, I'm like, oh, God, I got to go. Because it grows, nobody wants stubbly arms, and if you have a girlfriend or a wife, they really don't want you to have that. So it's one of those maintenance things you got to do. And um, I don't know, I was complaining about it. And she's like, well, I don't know why you do that anyway. And I explained to her again, you know, well, the paint gets in your arm. She's like, what? And then I can't believe it. She's like, why don't you just paint better? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or slower so it doesn't get on you. <laughs> and I'm like, you yeah, know, that's a good idea. <laughs> I wish yeah. I would have thought of that 20 years ago. <laughs> um, and it was so freeing to eliminate that, <laughs> that part of machinery maintenance, you know, out of my life. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, One last thing to do. I look like a baboon, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, I am lazy when it comes to stuff like that. Um, but, you know, what can you do? Anywho, anywho. Well, that's cool. So you're going to be in Europe for a while, you think? Or are you going to head back? Stay, are you think there's going to be any, um, you know, play out live for any of this? Or uh, just keep going, what doing what you're doing now? Single releases and, uh, you know, churning and burning. Um, yeah, I played I played some shows uh, a couple of months ago. I did, like, a, a few kind of little, little bunch of them. Um, right now I'm focusing on, like, singles, and I'm trying to – Think of other ways to bring live music to people versus just live performance. I think the whole pandemic changed my whole view on how mm. you can do live music. And there's a lot of cool things I want to explore technology-wise. Because um, I did study some sort of music nice. and technology for my undergrad. Um, right now, though, I, I kind of am labeling myself a nomad because I'm never in one place um, for very long. Right. Uh, and I'm kind of finding that really inspiring creatively. It's just like running into different people meeting new people and just eating different foods, flying on airplanes and meeting other people at the airport. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm really, really enjoying yeah, that part absolutely. of the creative process. And that's kind of making me want to do singles even more because I think that way I can kind of stay, I don't want to say multifaceted in terms of being an artist, but just kind of like try different things as an artist. Because I think if I do a show or something, which I love to do, I'm there's no way I'm going to stop doing that. Um, but like in terms of like albums and stuff, I just think single releases right now are really my thing because they're kind of standalone projects. And so I can really like right. be whoever I want on each release. And I think that's actually a way that I can be the most authentic to myself. Because if I try and kind of like keep things cohesive, it'll just kind of Gotcha. change the authenticity so each, right now i'm focusing a lot on kind of like acoustic sounds that's what i'm feeling but there's definitely some more poppy synthy intense textural songs coming out soon as well nice nice i get it i get exactly what you're saying i i was just talking about this the other day um is in my world uh which is painting um one of the big cardinal rules is you got to pick a lane and stay in it and mm. I break that rule all the time. I, I don't want to be an abstract artist. I don't want to just be a pop artist. I don't want to do, you know, because sometimes I want to paint this type of painting or that type of painting. It depends on what I want to do, you know, and right, I don't want to be right. stuck. And I, I don't think that's cool. It's not cool for me, at least. Uh, other people, that may work great. Um, for sure. You know, but I... I get what you're saying. And the cool thing about singles is you can do that so much easier, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I love it. Brilliant. I, I get it. I think it's fantastic. 
And on a personal, well, business side of things, I like it too because that means you'll have more singles coming, and that means we get to get have you on the show, you know, even more. So, uh, yes, of course. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, very, very cool. Well, enjoy your time uh, in London and wherever uh, the next place is, you know. And um, <laughs> I guess what we should say is, uh, I should let people know we have links up, folks, to. Uh, DannyChristina.com, www.DannyChristina.com, D-A-N-I-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Yeah, I got it out, right? And also we have links to our Instagram, uh, TikTok that we were talking about, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And uh, and those links, when this goes, because, you know, we shoot this out afterwards as a podcast, and it goes on all the streaming platforms everywhere. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Pandora or something, or iHeartRadio, whatever, um, those links stay active. You can just click on the link right there um, on your on your phone or whatever and go right to um, uh, the link, you know, to DannyChristina.com and whatnot. I would suggest, folks, you like and share, uh, you know, follow her on Instagram, all this kind of stuff, because you – and watch those TikToks. They're hilarious. Um <laughs> You can keep up with her, you know, what she's doing and, and everything that's going on and whatnot. In Danny Christina world, it's fascinating, you know. It ain't boring. Very, very cool. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I know you did a – let me ask you this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get mm-hmm. you on the air, your feet on the fire. I know last year you released a Christmas single I didn't even know about until I was looking at your YouTube page. Um, <laughs> any plans, do you think, for another – uh, Christmas song? You did uh, Blue Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, at the moment, no, but that could always change. Uh, I am known to be just a little bit impulsive. So definitely a cover gotcha. of some sort. I, gotcha. I don't know if I'll release it on all streaming platforms, but there's definitely going to be something Christmas-related or holiday season-related, I should say. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> is that weird? Is, is it? Is that hard? Do you have to get, like, rights and stuff for Christmas songs, or do they not really care about that? Yeah, you have to register like that. It's not your song that you didn't write it, um, that kind of thing. And then obviously a portion of those royalties go to the original artist and everything so you credit everybody. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I had no yeah, idea. I have all these like, you know how we were talking before we came on the air and we were talking about nightclubs and that scene and whatnot. I have all these DJ friends. I had no idea. It's a big club, you know, like if you're, when you're getting paid 10 grand to perform or whatever, um, you have mm-hmm. to like get permission to play all that stuff. You know, there's a whole yeah. thing you got to fill out and everything. I'm like, I had no, I just thought you showed up with a box of records and, you know, knocking <laughs> out of the park. No, there's a lot more work to it. Um, crazy. Yep. Crazy. Well, that's cool. The reason I ask about the Christmas thing is because every year, uh, I don't know if we really did it last year. I think I don't think we did because of the pandemic and all that kind of nobody was in the mood, I don't think. But um, I like doing like during December to have a couple artists on with Christmas singles. <laughs> you know, to get Ooh, very cool. festive and all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'll be emailing you, Danny, Christina, you know. Um, Sounds good. <laughs> very, very cool. Uh, very cool. Any last thoughts? Um, no, just thanks for having me. It's, it's, it's always it's always really nice having a chat. Um, so thanks for having me on air, and it's always, like I said, good conversation, 
that kind of stuff. And thanks for asking me about my song. It's always nice being able to give a little bit of the behind the scenes on a track. So it's much appreciated. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We love having you on the show. It's, uh, you know, you're, you're phenomenal. You know, you're, you're going to be one of those singers. Everybody's going to, I'm going to say, yeah, Danny Christine, I had her on my podcast back. And they're like, shut up. Man. <laughs> no, you, are you kidding me? Yeah. She came on right after what? Celine Dion. Are you kidding me? Come on. No, I have the recording. Yeah, that's a deep fake. That's what's coming next. Deep fake podcast. No, I don't think you can do that. Maybe I just, maybe that's the million dollar idea I just had. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Very, very cool. Okay, Danny, uh, thank you. I know you're such a busy lady and you got so much going on. But thanks for taking time, man, to be on the show, you know? Class to join up around here. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I love catching up with you. Anytime. <laughs> very, very cool. And keep making these things. You know, keep doing what you're doing. You're so good at it. You know, seriously. Thank you. Um, this is Thank what you you're so much. To. And you knew this. You've been doing this since you were a kid. You know. Yeah, long time, long time for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, very cool, um, folks. We're gonna have this converted to a podcast. We're gonna push it out on all the streaming platforms like we mentioned the link stay live so use those um also be sure to check out our uh, our advertisers they're awesome they all have a code check use it man save a couple bucks and then head over to wherever you purchase digital music at and pick up i won't know by danny christina you know how cool is that then you have it very <laughs> very cool um also oh man yeah and i got a little post-it here also, if you want to hear this show commercial-free, you can by becoming a VIP. Information on my website about that, uh, jimmyrocks.us. And uh, what it is, folks, it's, it's our Patreon. Yes, I have a Patreon. Um, my, my wife insisted that I start one. I did it about a year ago. And, uh, no, we have a lot of fun over there. I have a lot of fun over there. There's a whole group of people. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a different world over there. But there's different things you get with the different tiers and all that. Um, but you get something for your money. That's what I'm, that's the point I'm making. I didn't want to do one of these where you just ask me for money. Anywho, I didn't want to do a, I didn't want to do a Patreon. Do you have a Patreon, Danny? Do you do that? I don't. No, no. But I think it's cool. I think it's a cool idea because it gives yeah. you more intimacy and like closeness. Well, exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's why I did it. Um, cause I had all these people on social media that wanted to talk and, uh, you know, kind of interact and whatnot. And um, my wife's, and I'm, I was complaining about it. And uh, I'm like, I don't have time for that. I'm busy, man. And uh, she's like, do a Patreon. I think that would be, you know. Yeah. And I'm, I didn't want to do it. And she, and she explained, she's like, look, Mr. Nightclub guy, it's the VIP. That's why we call it the VIP because of that. She goes, that, if you're in there, you get a little extra stuff. I'm like, oh, I get it. Okay. okay. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's how she's. She knows how to work me. What you know? What can I say? What can I say, folks? Um, <laughs> anyhow, Danny, thanks again for being on the show. You rock. You're awesome. You know. Thank you. Seriously. <laughs> Absolutely, folks. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, we've got Eva Hamilton on, the star of a new movie called Sawed Off. This is a very cool horror movie. Um, think Groundhog Day meets, uh, you know, I don't know, a uh, a crazy horror movie. Um, <laughs> she's phenomenal in it. And her two exes, 
keep killing each other and coming back to life and killing each other, you know. So, yeah, all, and she's controlling it. I don't want to give anything away. Anyway, she's cool. She's going to be on tomorrow. Tune in for that, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. Have you know. See you then, folks. Um, thanks again, Danny. And, oh, this yes, should be posted you. in about an hour. Okay, folks, thank you. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks at Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.